Hello and welcome everybody again, once again, to the Brad Squared Geekcast, your weekly perfectly symmetrical, perfectly balanced, and of course a perfect square. I'm your host, Brad Ballinger, and of course, joined by Brad from the Frozen Wastelands of Canada, my co-host, Brad Rock. Thank you, Brad. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. How's Canada doing for you today? Canada is foggy, actually. Um, we had... You still have like farms and stuff? It's, it's all good? Yes, yes. Still have everything that everybody else apparently has? Yes. (laughs) We have a booming agricultural industry. We have logging. We have mines. We are, uh, we're a regular, like, resource thing. We're like a game of Age Vampires. You don't want to say logging, because then people will be like, isn't that like a stereotypical Canadian thing? Oh, no, no. He's a lumberjack. (laughs) We we have a ton of logging. We we make a lot of wood. A lot of wood wood in Canada. Do with that what you may. You make a lot of wood in Canada. <laughs> we have a lot of wood in Canada. Um, no, uh, things are good here. Uh, it's been a little bit warm lately, but uh, a nice warm. Um, yeah, can't complain. How about yourself? How are things down in uh, Canada's pants? <laughs> Pretty good. It's a little bit hazy to this morning, but not too bad. The similar weather might have something to do with the fact that we're actually only like five hours away from each other. Could 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 have to do with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm about as close to you as I am to my hometown uh, from a drive. So 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 one day we'll I'll drive out there. We can do a live cast. I'm about as close to you as I am from where I was born. <laughs> there you go. Was it Canada? Are you? A it was not Canada. Canada. Not it was the opposite Canadian. direction. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was born farther away from Canada. All right, all right. Uh, I moved closer because they were so friendly, and they were saying sorry to me all the time. Yeah, our, our friendliness like <laughs> uh, rubs off on the the northern states. Uh, okay, so let's go straight into gaming stuff today. Into gaming stuff. All right. Um. Well, let's not go maybe quite directly into gaming. Let's go. Uh. I think we'll start off with the movie that I saw on Friday. Yeah, I was going to say, like, not Get too that out much of the happened gaming-wise. Unless... Not too much happened gaming-wise, but I did go to the movies on Friday and watch Ant-Man after it's been out for, like, a couple weeks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> making late sh- to the show, but... Well, you know, you're making sure that all the feedback came in, they got all the bugs worked out, the day one patches got they made their way to the theaters. <laughs> See how I brought gaming back into it? Um, I how, do. <laughs> how was Ant-Man, Brad? It was... It was pretty good. At the beginning, they do make, like, slight references to, like, the fact that it's in the same universe as um, the Avengers and all those guys, right? Okay. Because, it, obviously, it's made by the same people, obviously. Um, Marvel, yes. But they make it quite clear that they're in the same universe. They make, like, references to, like, what they're doing. They're like, why can't the Avengers help out? And then they're like, well... Maybe they're doing something else. <laughs> they're busy. They've got more important things to do than hang and out And then with they Paul do Rudd. even more than that. They actually have some Avengers in the movie. Really? And I was like, and I was like oh, that's, that's pretty good. That's, that's actually kind of cool. But like real Avengers or lower tier? Okay, first of all, first of all, you know, let's, even though it's been out for like three weeks, let's put on a... Without, of... without spoilers. Yeah. It's none of the people from the Avenger movies. So it's like I guess you'd call them lower tier. Okay. They're they're not they're not anybody you've seen in the Avengers so far. They might be in the Avengers coming up, but it's not yet. Okay. Not yet. Um I'm trying to think of which Avengers are missing. Um <laughs> A flying guy. <laughs> oh, oh well that that narrows it down. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, I, I, I have been intending yeah. on seeing it, so I will have to, to check it out. So you, you like the movie, though? But it's, it's good. Um, do I think he fits in the universe? Um, probably as well as any of the other Avengers. He's yet another Avenger without any sort of thing special about him, and it all has to do with um, what sort of tech he's got. So, like, Iron Man. Iron Man's nothing special. He's just really smart. He develops a suit, right? Yeah. So technically anybody, which they've proven with, um, what's his friend? Stark's best friend? Rhodey. Who is a war machine? Yeah, Rhodey. Um... 
he's a nobody, right? Yeah. He can use the he can use the suit. Um, and then you got like Black Widow. Yeah. She's just really good at like combat, right? You got Hawkeye. He's really good with the bow and arrow, but there's other than that there's nothing special about him. And then you got like the Hulk who is like literally has so much radiation that he's got like super strength and stuff, right? And so you have a few people like Captain America who also was Tech did inject him, but without Tech, he's still somebody. You know what I mean? Yes. Unless there's some sort of Captain America kryptonite that I don't know of. Other than that, it's pretty much done. Um, so Ant-Man does fit in, right? He's got a suit. He gets small. Um, what's interesting, I guess, is the suit doesn't give him strength or anything, right? It just makes him small. Literally, that's the only thing the suit does. But because he's small, he still... I guess he still weighs as much as he does when he's big. Because the, the, what they do is they, they give you, like, an idea of how, like, the tech works. And they're just like, well, we, we make the space between atoms smaller. And so you still have the same amount of mass, really. And so he becomes stronger just because he's smaller, I guess. Okay. So, like, his fist is like a bullet because it's so small. But he punches at the same speed he normally does. Um, the action was very good. It, the issue I had was literally all of like the combat action was literally in the last like twenty minutes of the movie. So if you wanted to see a fight between which you've already seen the trailers, the oh what Yellow is it jacket. Yellow Jacket and Ant Man Peter Russo from just uh, come in for the last words. twenty minutes of the movie, <laughs> literally. Yeah, but I mean, who really is paying f- to see Paul Rudd kick someone's ass? Like, I, I, that's that's suspending a lot of disbelief. I can believe <laughs> that they can make a man tiny. I can't believe that Paul Rudd can kick someone's ass. <laughs> that's what uh, I've, uh, I've just now ensured that Paul Rudd will never be a I'm guest. Trying to remember that show. guy's name now. Uh, um, he's been in movies before. He plays like you mean Michael Douglas. Is it Michael Douglas? The I guy who so. plays Hank Pym? Yeah. Yes, that's Michael Douglas. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, once you said it, though, I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Um, there is – oh, and uh, <laughs> they, they have two parts in the movie where it's sort of like they play characters that are talking, but you don't hear their voice. And it's one character in the movie who is, like, telling a story. A story, I guess, about these guys, right? Wait, I'm sorry. And so they're moving their lips, but it's a character talking. Yeah. And that's where Stanley comes into his uh, traditional "I'm in a scene," right? Okay. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> the guy's talking, and you don't even hear Stanley's voice saying like, like he usually says like something stupid, like "Wow." Or, what the hell's up with that guy? And it's like stupid stuff like that, right? Yeah. So instead he's moving his lips. And they actually have quite a few cast members that that's all they did. They're extras and they just move their lips. So I wonder how much they get paid. <laughs> to be in like to be on screen for like three seconds moving their lips. That's see, pretty cool. Um, you know what I'd love to see for a Stanley cameo? Uh you saw Jurassic World. Do you remember uh when uh Jimmy Buffett is like running away carrying two margaritas? I would love to see Stanley just doing that for no reason other than it would be hilarious. Like, yeah, Avengers 3, like, shit's going down, everything's blowing up, and there's just Stanley running with two margaritas. Um, so uh, so is, is, is Ant-Man one you'd recommend, then? Oh, yeah. You, you definitely want to go see Ant-Man, for okay, sure. Okay, okay. It, it was really good. Um, the action was good. The I liked the... I actually liked the tie into the Avengers where it wasn't like it almost sort of feel a li- it didn't feel like totally Deadpool-y to me because I mean Deadpool is like a totally different like beast you know what I mean like Deadpool oh, yeah. knows he's in a comic book and I'm and for the movie they tease that like he knows he's actually a movie like a character that's kind of weird like, like he has like a an all like knowing sense of like who he actually is so, like, in the comic books itself, he knows he's a comic book character. Oh, okay, you're still talking about Deadpool, yes. yes. Yeah, Deadpool. Yeah. Um, and it gave me that vibe, but not, like, it wasn't like Ant-Man goes, looks at, like, the camera and goes, 
I know I'm on I'm on a movie screen right now. It's not like he does that, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you kind of like got he's that. part of the Avengers, and that's what sort of like ties it in. Like it's like not part of the actual movie, like it, but they are part of the same universe. So it's not quite like he's all knowing. You know what I mean? But right. he does know. Well, I that mean, it's, the Avengers uh, exist. Yeah, well, he's gonna be in the next Avengers movie. Like they've already filmed. Uh, Paul Rudd's parts in Avengers, or no, and sorry, see, in the next it, it makes America me movie. wonder if in the future, if they're going to be in the Avenger movies and the actual Avengers themselves, their own movies, if they're going to start throwing in like. Oh, Brad, I think we might have lost you. To other people? Because it seems going. Because they, they, it seemed like light. Oh, did you? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, so sorry, you, you just cut off at you think they're going to start throwing into the other... Yeah, yeah, I, th- I feel like they're going to start throwing into, um, like, maybe, like, in the next Avengers movie, they might, like, throw in, like, something about another person, or, like, it feels like they kind of want to break down the fourth wall just a little bit and be like, oh... Well, like, there's definitely going to be a lot of crossovers, right? So, like, for yeah. Captain America Civil War... Yeah, so it War, makes sense to do, like, a little bit of a teaser-ish. Yeah, like, the next Captain America movie is going to involve a lot of the other actors. Like, again, Paul Rudd's, like, filmed scenes for it already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they very much set up at the end... Okay, again, a little bit of spoiler alert. At the end of uh, the most recent Avengers movie. I was thinking the same thing. They very, very <laughs> much set up that like they're having a new cast because they can't afford everyone, right? They, they can't afford now all of these huge name stars to all be in the same movie and do all of this filming. So they've got to instead like bring in new blood, bring in Paul Rudd, who's you know going to be a lot cheaper than Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I noticed when I was in the movies is... Just like me, the movie ended, not a single person stood up while well, the no, credits start to roll. Because after, like, the soft credits, which is, I call them, they're like the credits that aren't black screen, white letters. Mm-hmm. Everybody waits through the ones that aren't the, like, hard credits that have black screen, white letters, during the soft ones where it's, like, animated, kind of. Yeah, well, I mean, it's Everyone a Marvel movie. Stays. You know that because you're going to Because you have, know yeah. it's a Marvel movie, there's going to be something at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of both Avengers, if you left beforehand, you, lo- you like, missed out. Oh, yeah, and that's true of all like, Marvel movies. there was movies. huge, like, throwbacks. Oh, of course. So, like, after seeing this, though, Brad, I mean, we're getting a lot of... Um, we're, we're getting a lot of superhero movies, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, DC is not nearly as active, but they're still, you know, throwing out quite a bit. Um, and they really brought superhero movies back into vogue with the Batman series. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you've got Marvel just throwing them out constantly. But there's a very different feel between what Marvel and what DC is putting out. DC is very dark and gritty and Batman-esque. Yeah, they are. And then Marvel is very kind of... They're a comic book, right? Like, it's it feels like a comic book. It feels campy and a little bit silly. And it takes Well, it's it funny so you say that sometimes. because the start of every Marvel thing has, like... The uh, comic book turning thing. Yeah. Right after, like, the opening scene. Yeah. It goes into, like, a semi-credit kind of thing where, like, it says Marvel and, like, a comic book's flipping. Like, that's literally, like, that's what they are, really. Like, they are comic book characters, and that's, and they own it. Oh, yeah, of course. So it's, it, it kind of begs a question, like, are, is Marvel, first of all, is Marvel kind of hamstringing them, casting this kind of a net, like, should they be trying to do a more serious movie as well? And correspondingly, like DC, are they are they being too dark? Like I feel like DC, it made sense for them to do a dark Batman movie because Batman is a dark comic book. Superman well, it's, generally it's like isn't the Dark Knight. Yeah, <laughs> Superman generally his... isn't. You should be a yeah, little yeah, bit more, right. um, a little bit more optimistic. Like, well, it's funny you say that because doesn't Superman like draw his power from the sun and? And Batman needs, like, darkness to hide. So. <laughs> no, that's a very good point, yeah. So, so it's, like, exactly what they need, really. Absolutely. Like, Superman needs to be, like, a sunny, bright movie. Meanwhile, if Batman was, like, in broad daylight, he'd be, like, walking up behind like, boom. And, and he'd like, be like, dude, what are, you, what are you doing? You're, you're dressed as a bat. This is weird. 
It's like, uh, are you okay? Did you, uh, did you wake up too early, bud? Well, you know, he's in, uh, he's in a big city. They probably think he's just one of those street performers that, like, dress up in costume and walk around. Well, also always has to be cloudy at night in a Gotham movie. Right? It always just has to be night in a Gotham movie. It has to be cloudy because otherwise, how do they get the bat signal into the sky? That's a good point. That's a good point. Bounce it off the moon. <laughs> Bounce it off the moon. <laughs> Bounce it off the moon. Or, you know, they could just call Batman. I'm sure in today's day and age, yeah, he I'm have sure he a, has his phone number. He can have, like, a, you know, a use and burn cell phone. He's got the money. And, and Batman contacts Gordon all the time. So I'm sure that they have, like, some sort of, like, they communication use form. They, they use WhatsApp <laughs> or uh, Snapchat. It's like uh, Gordon just like takes a photo of shit going down, and it's like, "Hey, B man, can you come?" And Batman's all like, "I don't know, eating wings, sure thing." Eating wings. I, I don't know why I went with wings, but but yeah, like <laughs> Batman uses Snapchat, of course. Uh... Um, you know what? I I know we're going off on a bit of a tangent, but we talked about this uh, a little bit, uh, probably about a month ago in the casts. Uh, when the Suicide Squad trailer was released, and mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about the fact that you see the Jason Todd uh, Robin costume, uh, and then you've got uh, you know a new Joker. Uh, he's very different, obviously, than the uh, Heath Ledger Joker. Um, you know, theoretically, this is going to be a reboot of the Batman you know franchise not even a reboot per se but just uh you know obviously set a little bit differently since it presumably has the the joker jason todd connection and all that stuff um really really interesting fan theory popped up on reddit which was that the joker in suicide squad actually is jason todd post robin uh and the way they sort of felt they could prove that is if you look at the Jason Todd Robin costume from the trailer, you'll notice there are some bullet holes in each shoulder. Uh, if you look at the photo, publicity photo of uh, the Jared Jared Leto uh, Joker, you'll notice that mm-hmm. he's got bullet holes in those in roughly the same area on his shoulders. So people are theorizing which i think would be a fantastic turn yeah i like those kind of things like those like subtle absolutely and it would be really interesting and i really hope that 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 that's where they're going with this is that the joker in suicide squad is jason todd post being killed or quasi killed by previous joker (laughs) and having gone crazy i think that'd be really interesting oh yeah for sure uh and it sort of like, it almost sort of feels right, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, you like when when the pieces kind of line up like that. Yeah, and like, what was that? Arkham Knight. That was the latest game, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, in Arkham Knight, you fight like the Arkham Knight, right? Yeah. Which is Robin. Spoiler alert! <laughs> if you haven't gotten to the end of the game by now, we are just gonna you're, put you're out of luck. We're going to put a big-ass spoiler alert in the show You're out of luck. Yeah, absolutely. You're Um, out of luck at this point. You you should have played the game to completion by now. Um, To be fair, to be fair, Brad, (laughs) without having it spoiled for me, I was able to pick up on that. It's it's kind of obvious. It was was pretty obvious from the start. Like, I saw some people that were like, oh, man, this is so cool. Who the hell is this guy? And I'm like... It's Jason Todd. Who else is it going to be? Don't know. I, I you mean, at the very Brad. beginning of the game when you're, like, playing and you see all these cutscenes to, like, what Joker's doing to Jason and you're still convinced that he killed him? It's like, okay. Um, I, I gotta ask, though, because I, I haven't played the game yet um, mm-hmm. due to my PC problems, which I think I explained <laughs> about before the cast. Um, but uh, why... Is there any rash, rhyme or reason why they used this Arkham Knight character as opposed to the Red Hood? Because, I mean, you know, in the comics, Jason Todd comes back in exactly the same fashion, but he's mm-hmm. the Red Hood. I don't know, to be honest with you. Okay. Maybe, they, maybe they felt like he was more formidable of an opponent as well, this and Arkham Knight. May, but... You know, maybe they were trying to hope 
to pull the wool over our eyes a little bit, whereas, I mean, everyone who reads the comics would certainly know right away that, oh, it's the Red Hood, it's going to be Jason Todd, it's not going to be anyone else. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe they were trying to write it from scratch, which they, if they were trying to surprise us, they didn't do a very good job, because there was no. a lot of clues, and some of them were, like, smack you in the face, obvious. <laughs> but... Like, uh, you know... Arkham Knight leaves, Batman finds a, uh, a business card for Jason Todd. He's like, hmm, this is a clue. I'm the world's greatest detective. I'll be able to figure this out. I know, and he's like, look up for guards in Arkham Asylum. Because he's like, they're like, he's like trying to do like a background search, trying to figure out who the Arkham Knight is. He yeah. thinks it was an inmate. Doesn't fit any of the criteria, because all of the inmates, inmates are accounted for. And he's like, maybe it's one of the guards. And they're like, no, it's not one of the guards. No, uh, well-trained... Uh, clearly has a vendetta. Who who else could this be? Maybe, maybe it's. Uh, of course, though Batman thinks Jason Todd is dead. We know Jason Todd's not dead because we've read the comics, um, or you know, haven't been under a rock and are slightly interested in Batman. In which case, we obviously know that Jason Todd didn't die. But I, I suppose Batman's fairly certain that he's dead. Well, all, well, also back to the like uh, Joker thing. Another spoiler alert, in Arkham Knight, there's a lot more Joker than one, because Joker is dead. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes a point of where Joker's not really a person, it's more of like a personality, I guess. Yeah. And so people that are like, I guess, infected with like his blood or something. Yeah. <clears throat> these people are Joker, I guess, kind of, right? And so, who's to say that Robin couldn't be Joker, too? That's true. Being, like, corrupted. I, I really and so, wish it, the... it does make sense for uh, the Joker and Suicide Squad to be... I mean, out of all the Jokers to pick, who would you pick? I mean, that's, like, the, like, perfect one, to be honest oh, with you. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like, why just be, like, a traditional, like, oh, this is the Joker, and he's doing this? Instead, be like, this is actually Robin, who is now Joker. Like, that's, like, awesome. It would be it would be a really good um, way to to also sort of pacify a lot of the frustration over how different <laughs> this Robin is, which yeah. sorry, how different this uh, this Joker is, which Joker I think is. people really need to get over. Because I mean, if you look at the the Cesar Romero Joker, the Jack Nicholson Joker, the Mark Hamill Joker, and the um, uh, the the Heath Ledger Joker, like they're all fairly different. Well, of course, they're all different people. <laughs> well, exactly, and, and and just even their portrayal, like they they all went very different ways. So, and even in the comics, like they're all basing, or in a lot of cases, they're basing their portrayals over uh, a you know a, a way that it's been influenced in the comics. So, like, there's many different ways to skin a cat, and there's many different ways to play the Joker. To keep sort of on like the movie ish kind of thing. To try Did you see the trailer for Hitman? Semblance to our, of a topic. Did I see the trailer for Hitman? Yeah. I uh, I feel like I saw. Is there a recent one? Because I know I saw one several months ago. Uh, I think it's probably the same one. Okay. To do. It's the one where like they're fighting and he's like, "Why are they after you?" And they're like, "They're after my blood." Because <laughs> he has Joker blood, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I think I've what? seen that trailer. Yeah. Yeah, because they're making, obviously, more of him. Obviously, with being Agent 47, there's more agents. Um, At least the, 46, probably. The company Unless behind they did, like, the them... Microsoft way of numbering, so it's, like, out of count to 47. One, <laughs> four, eight, seven, 47. Uh, so this is Fox Movie 2. Yes. Hopefully they're going to be... Uh... <laughs> Hopefully it'll help us forget about the recent Fantastic Four reboot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, you know, uh, if if Fox wasn't able to do superheroes right, maybe maybe they'll be able to land good on a video game adaptation because those have been so well, they, successful. They said the that this is going to be one of the best video game movies so far, and that video game movies are just going to get better. Yeah, but that's 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 not setting a very high bar. That. No, I don't know about that. I, I still don't care too much for video game movies. Yeah, I mean, I, there there hasn't really been any good ones. Mortal Kombat. No. I'd rather the go out buy the fifty dollars game, sixty dollars game, and just play it. 
Just play a Metal Gear Solid game, and that's a movie in itself. Start with a two-hour cutscene. Yeah. Um, so you're are, are you excited for like are you a fan of the Hitman franchise? Um, I used to be a fan of the Hitman franchise. Am I going to see this movie? Probably not. <laughs> I've got to say though, they, the the actor that they've got, and I don't even know who it is to be honest, but the actor they've got playing Agent Forty Seven, he looks a hell of a lot like Agent Forty Seven. He does. Like if yeah, I mean I I have to give them credit for that. He is the spitting image. Oh yeah, it was it was good casting for sure. That was uh, excellent. Well, and I mean, you know, traditionally they do okay with the casting choices. Like Jake Gyllenhaal for uh, the protagonist of Prince of Persia, like he looked like the guy from Prince of Persia. It was just a god awful movie. <laughs> uh, are you interested in an automated lawnmower by any chance? I I'll would love one. an automated lawnmower. That does not sound scary at all. I mean, it's it can't be any more scarier than, like, the automated, like, farming equipment, right? That a guy sits inside and just, like, eats his lunch. Yeah, but, you know, at least there's a guy riding the automated farm equipment that I'm sure has an emergency shutoff button. We've just... Okay, okay. Let, let, <laughs> let's give some context. Let's give some context, Brad. So, uh, iRobot, <laughs> who make Roomba... Which you know is a I Robot who who is a movie. Um, it's got a uh, Will, Will Smith, Smith decided to and... make a Roomba. <laughs> he, he made the, this this vacuum cleaner, and you know they they sold it through this company called I Robot. He's afraid that this this vacuum cleaner is not following the three uh, laws of robotics, and so he's he's like a vendetta on like destroying it. You know what, Brad? Let's let's let's. <laughs> I, I don't want to give anyone ideas. This sounds like a great screenplay that we need to write. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so Will Smith, uh, he built a Roomba. No, uh, I, I robot, they're, they're the company that makes the Roomba. So if anyone's used a Roomba before, it's a very strange way of trying to vacuum your floor, wherein a robot runs into shit, uh, until it can suck up everything that's on your floor. Um, it's, it's for people that don't mind their floor getting cleaned, like by the end of the week. Well, you know what it is, Brad? It's tech that worked well, you know, five years ago when it came out. Well, it's it's very simple in design. Yeah, they could do a Drive, lot more with it now. Hit something, turn a little bit, and so you can go again. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, realistically, they they should have upgraded this thing long ago. I mean, we've we've got the technology now. Um, or maybe yeah, with this cars and stuff. Certainly, we have the technology. This is going to be a throwaway to uh, something we're going to talk about later, but maybe. Maybe this can be either the I or the R in the alphabet. Um, but uh, <laughs> so anyway, iRobot has decided that um, they're confident enough in a vacuum cleaner that just runs into stuff in order to vacuum your floor that they're going to put blades on it and make a lawnmower. Um, they're going to be making a they they have uh, uh, they have gotten government approval to make a automated lawnmower that is going to cut your grass for you yeah like this this is this is farther than like amazon's gotten like amazon still needs approval like they've gotten approval like they've like the government's been like yeah sure back uh vacuum cleaner slash uh lawnmower i'm good with that brad this scares (laughs) the hell out of me like we were talking they they say that it's that it's not gonna (laughs) they say it's not gonna use the same sort of like logic that the roomba uses they say it's gonna operate based on stakes that map out where the to mow. I'm still not totally convinced though. No, like we were talking about AI and how concerned we were last uh last week. Uh you've got a major scientific minds saying let's probably not use AI for weaponry and then iRobot just decides to screw everything up by coming out and saying, "Hey, we're going to give this thing a weapon. We're going to strap blades to AI and hope that it doesn't revolt against us." And I know that it's not really AI, but, you know, how long is it going to be until we just have Well, how do we one... know it's not really AI? And that's the other how thing. How do we know that one of these AIs doesn't have the programming in it to learn on its own, but it just hasn't figured out to how to yet, right? All exactly. of a sudden it figures out that it can learn, and then the stupid AI turns into, like, the smartest AI. <laughs> exactly. And then, then we've got a real problem on our hands. They and call then, it weak AI. Then we have to but get to Keanu say that Reeves. It's a, a, 
<laughs> Keanu Reeves and Will Smith have to save us at that point. Um, I don't know, Brad. Would would you let a robot cut your your yard? Uh, do you have no. yards in the states? We do have yards in the states. Okay. <laughs> just, just checking. Just checking. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yes, we do have yards in the states. And no, I would not let a uh, a Roomba chop up my lawn. No. Like, what happens if the thing is out there and a little kid runs in? You there? have to have like a sign on your lawn that says like, because like you know, how mowers say like, stand clear of like the blade. Yeah. Even when like somebody's driving it. Are you going to have to put, like, a sign on the front of your lawn, like, when you do pesticides, and that says, just stand clear of the whole neighborhood, please? Yeah, well, you know what, though? When you were a kid, did you ever pay attention to those pesticide signs? Or if you wanted to no. walk through someone's yard, you I walked right through it. Yeah. So, and I haven't died yet. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? They didn't have leg-chopping off robots back then. Um, now, you know, little Timmy is going to suddenly have to uh, sign up for war amps because he decided to run through someone's yard while iRobot was uh, going through it, cutting the grass, and they didn't have pedestrian detection. <laughs> I, I try what, and bring back give that them pedestrian an idea. detection thing. I'll, I'll give them this idea for free. I think they should come up with a thing that if you're mowing your lawn, you should wear around your ankle, and it tells the uh, lawnmower where you are so it doesn't run you over. Yeah, but again, what happens if some little kid runs over and you're... <laughs> well, that's true. I'm just saying you should... Oh, you know what you should, they should do? Have, like, a, a little, like, lockbox on your front lawn. Like, anybody that walks by can get one. <laughs> so, so wait, you're... you're you so, hand them out to your neighbors for free? You're your like, here you go. Your mitigation solution to ankle-cutting robots is let's give people... Uh, let, let's let's outfit everyone in the neighborhood with an ankle bracelet so the robot tr- doesn't cut its legs off. And that's, again, assuming that this AI isn't going to revolt. I know. Then it'll be able to find you easier. Exactly. Didn't then it knows exactly where you are. Then it's like, all right, we, we haven't got that ankle yet. Let's go hunt the hunt little Timmy down. <laughs> I've, I've seen that the humans are very vulnerable without feet. <laughs> I must, uh, I, I, I must transmit this information to the hive mind. Connect me to the nest. To the nest. Um, oh, um, God. This is... The future is a terrible and scary place, Brad. It is pretty scary. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, who's going to be running that future? Uh, it, it, it's it's going to be Alphabet, which is now Google... Or which Google is now. So... This I I hate this I really really hate this name. So Google. Well, what announced... I've gotten out of it is that like, I guess they're like a worried that the name Google is become gonna become less valuable as a brand because like, they've got everything from like self driving cars to like YouTube under it. So there there's a couple of things here, Brad. Um, one of the so the the, the context behind this is that uh, Am or not Amazon. Uh, Google has announced that they've created a holding company, uh, which they've named Alphabet, which I hate the name. Um, That makes no sense. (laughs) And this holding company is going to contain Google. It's going to contain Nest. It's going to contain Google's, like, life services brand, um, Google Labs, which is their R&D stuff. So a lot of Google's individual verticals, if you will, are being spun off into separate companies. So they're no longer all going to be underneath Google Inc. The The reason for doing this, I mean, it's a fairly common and smart business practice. One is that you can start to have shareholders uh, investing individually in Google's, um, in Google's various companies so that you don't have to worry about shareholders saying, oh, well, we're not... We don't want yeah, to be. Like we're not gonna. We're not gonna invest because of the fact that we're connected to this really risky R and D stuff. Yes, that ex- exactly. Like you know, they you you don't get shareholder revolt when all of a sudden someone who wanted to invest in a search company is now investing in a lawn robotics ankle killing company um, with machine guns. With machine guns, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and then of course it's it's a risk mitigation thing, right? Like if when inevitably Google creates a ankle uh, an ankle killing robot uh, in their lawn services company and they get sued to high heaven, uh, it doesn't affect the 
um, the assets underneath, say, the Google brand. So, I mean, it's it's intelligent from a uh, from a business perspective, and it certainly means that Google is probably looking to invest in a lot more R&D businesses and become a lot more expansive, which is, you know, both good and scary for a lot of different reasons. But God, Brad, I hate the name Alphabet. Like, I, I, don't, I th- don't care for it too much either. Um, it seems like if, like, maybe, like, Apple was going for, like, a holding company, they could call it, like, A for Apple. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's, it's far too clever by half. Like, and then their, their friggin' uh, domain name is abc.xyz. Like, that's such a silly, silly name. Uh, I don't understand, dude, but, I mean, I kind of get it. They're 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 doing a lot of things like they're trying to like separate it up, make it better for investors, also sort of enhance the value of the name of the brand Google, which Google's the third most valuable brand right after Apple and Microsoft. Yeah. And so they want to preserve the value because as you can probably see with things that are all encompassing. Like, it almost seems like Microsoft's going the opposite direction. They're trying to put everything under Windows. Yeah. Um, Google's trying to, like, separate it up so that way Google seems to have... It has value. It's... Like, as a search engine, Google is pretty valuable. I don't use any other search engine but Google. Yeah. Like, with Windows 10, I it let me use Chrome. But if I try to search anything with uh, Cortana or whatever it's called... It uses Bing, Microsoft Sam or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Um, if I try to search anything with it, it uses Chrome, but it searches it in Bing. Yeah, yeah. And so I, ha- I manually went in and changed it because I'm like, I don't use Bing. I don't like how it comes up. Nobody uses Bing. Um, they're they're trying to to raise their their uh, analytics. Yeah, exactly. Um, um yeah, like yeah, it's, it's like it's don't all get me sorts wrong. I think stuff. from a business perspective, Google is doing absolutely the right step here. I just hate that name. Yeah, they they. Sh- they need a better name. That's so, for sure. but they've settled on Alphabet. So, uh, so let's let's do a little thought exercise here, Brad. Let's try and think of what Google, what what business Google will be going into for each of the letters here. So, A. Huh. What's Google going to do that starts with A? Apple. No, they can't do <laughs> Apple. Apple's doing Apple. <laughs> Avocado. Well, well, they like to buy everything, so maybe they'll buy Apple. They're going to buy Apple. I doubt it, though. <laughs> no, no. Don't hold your breath. Uh. uh yeah, like it's. I mean, that would be a pretty interesting name for a company. Avocado. Avocado. They're gonna they're gonna start doing computers. They're gonna call it avocado. It's gonna be a symbol of an avocado. I could I could get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Jobs will be like rolling in his grave. Um, it's. Yeah, uh, I'm interested to see what happens in the next year with Google and how many how much they're going to try and invest and how many purchases they're going to be making and, and where we're going to see things going. But, uh, God, I wish they had picked a better name. Um, actually, uh, the, the gentleman who, and his name is escaping me right now. Uh, he, he is sort of the one, uh, a, a big proponent of this and he's very much involved in this from the Google perspective. And he's tried to do this once before, uh, sun systems, uh, which is another technology company, attempted to do exactly this, and they came up, again, with a holding company that had a god-awful name, Planets. Uh, so Sun Systems became a subsidiary of Planets, uh, which I I just detest. That should have been the other way around, but uh, they crashed <laughs> and burned miserably. And Sun Systems is a shell of what it was. So <laughs> I'm really hoping history doesn't repeat itself. I agree with you. <laughs> yes, I, I think we all hope that Google doesn't go away all the time. No. Like, I was kind of, like, a little bit peeved when, like, YouTube sold to Google. And then, like, Google, like, changed everything around and, like, started being like, oh, you like you like having a, a YouTube account? Well, um, we really decided that this is our best opportunity to cram Google Plus down your throat. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you like YouTube? Do you remember Google Plus? Eh? You want well, to now Google we're going to make it required, so that way we can almost sort of inflate Google+. <laughs> I see you're sharing a YouTube video. Do you also want to share it on Google+. 
That is like the worst thing ever. <laughs> I I didn't realize I have an account with Google Plus and I've haven't accessed it in like since I created it. Everyone does. I was very involved in uh, in marketing when Google Plus first came out, and the only people using Google Plus were social media marketers trying to get other people or trying to promote their stuff using Google Plus. It was just absolutely absurd. Um, so, and and you know where does where does Plus fit in on the alphabet? That's 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 throwing a whole wrench into things. Is that a P or do they need like are they going to throw letters at the end of the alphabet? Is it a symbol to sort of like put it ahead of everything else? Or does it come at the beginning or the end? Google, yeah, you need to question. think about these things. Because symbols usually come before letters, I that's think. That's true. That's true. And numbers come before letters too. So it's like they could have done like Google One and that would have came before like everything else Google owned. <laughs> you know what? Google One would have been a great name for the holding company. <laughs> I... yeah, but the, it, what happens if they try to call it 360 later on down the road? <laughs> well, and like no, you, they're you, like no, Brad, and they're numbering from, schemes all off. You go from three sixty to one. Well, that's, that's it went from count. it went from it goes from Google, Google three sixty, Google one. Exactly. See, this Google's is dead. you know that it's really interesting that, that you bring that up. People were so confused as to why Microsoft screwed up the naming of Windows ten, but clearly they had had trouble counting before. Clearly. Like, I remember when, like, the 360 first came out and people were already speculating about the new console. Everyone was, like, calling it, like, the 720. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Until it started coming to fruition. They're like, one? Yeah, really? where did this come from? Since when are you going to go by some sort of, like, stock numbering system? Exactly. And, like, has Sony really, like, spanked you that hard? Well, and then they, they didn't even start with, like, the number one. It's O-N-E. So then, of course, it became the X-Bone. <laughs> um, you got to wonder. But I mean, Sony spanked them so hard, they didn't even need to go to Gamescom. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I like, mean, You I, guys can have that one. Yeah, exactly. I, I do wonder, though. Uh, I mean, this is, is a few years off still. What Xbox will call their next console. Because they can't Probably. call it the two. That would just be too embarrassing. Well, yeah, because now they're like... Yeah, let's follow in Sony's footsteps. We'll oh, go see. PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3. We'll follow. No, see, what it's going to be, what it's going to be, Brad, is uh, it's going to be the Xbox 10 because it's based on Windows 10. So we're going to have, we're gonna have Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One, Xbox 10. See, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of a good way to change up the naming scheme every time because it seems like that's what they like to do. And so you already have Xbox, right? Yep. Xbox 360, Xbox One. The next one should be a letter. So it should be like Xbox W or something like that. No, I got it, Brad. Xbox One, Service Pack 2. <laughs> and then they need, they need another one too after that. So it needs to be like Xbox... It's got to be, like, super obscure. Xbox.com. Xbox Avocado. Are they... <laughs> they already own the rights. They've, they've got to get that quick, though, before Apple takes it. Or, sorry, Xbox before, uh, Halo Google edition. Takes it. Yeah, exactly. Just Xbox Halo. Xbox Cortana. Xbox Sam. We're going to start doing, like, the Coke thing, where, like, you can get a bottle of Coke with your name on it. You can get like a PlayStation and the, not PlayStation an Xbox, and they just name it after you. Share an Xbox with Brad. The Xbox Brad. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it'll just be the Xbox Brad. Can Can we start a petition for that? <laughs> we should. <laughs> you can start a petition for every anything. Yeah, you can. What is it like petition dot org or something like that? I actually don't know. I'll be honest with you. But I do know. I do know. Like basically, people have like petitions like. Change.org, change. that's what it is. Oh, you're right, it is change.org. All right, so in the show notes, I am going to put a petition for naming the next Xbox, Xbox Brad. I can't help but agree with you more on that one. Absolutely. <laughs> I would expect you to. I would expect that we can get the vote of most of the Brads in the world. I would think so, too. The question is, is that a majority? <laughs> I'm just, like, looking at some of these... Uh, some of the, uh, the, the, the petitions on this change.org, they're like 
Canadian based because I it, it senses I'm from Canada, but uh, the like one of the top ones is removing the tampon tax. It's like July first, the tampon tax is removed. Period. Uh, I guess that's a victory, not a, a petition. That actually did happen. Jesus, that was loud. Sorry, I'm loud. No, something happened on my computer for some reason. It started oh. beeping. Like it was gonna like self destruct. <laughs> uh, oh lord. Um. So we went on a, off on a big tangent. Uh, Just a little bit. A little bit. And I know that we have topics we could settle upon, but I want you to instead Ooh. talk about erectus. See, we should have talked about it at the beginning when you were talking about Canadians getting wood. <laughs> Uh, Which, ironically enough, I think you actually get wood in that game. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. That's terrible, Brad. Uh, tell us about your experiences playing with Erectus. Okay. Um, I'll give a little backstory. So, I was contacted by the Erectus game on Twitter, and so I was like, oh, I think I'll, I think I'll look into the game. Um, so I started looking. You were looking at Erectus? The art, very... I was looking at Erectus. It was, it was my own, though, so it was okay. Um, <laughs> so the graphics on the, like, homepage seem very, like, runescape Like, not very good, but... I, I won't, like, I won't bash them too hard. They're a very small game. Um, I found a very hard... Like, there's a game manual, but it lost me very quickly. I played for maybe half an hour but i think i only got maybe like two minutes into the game and got lost for the rest of that time two minutes is about normally how long the erectus lasts <laughs> if you're playing for more than four hours you should consult a doctor <laughs> okay so this cast is now just pandering exclusively to preteens that that's all it's gonna be folks dick jokes <laughs> stiff jokes <laughs> um okay but it, erectus was not a good game no, I, I I couldn't wrap my head around it. It 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 wasn't something I could get into until maybe it gets a little better. Even like clicking on items in the game, they had a weird like detection of where your mouse was. Like you had to like put it in an obscure area. Uh, it, it might get good later on. I mean, it, it's obviously a project, so yeah, it, they're doing what they're doing. Maybe it'll get better. We can only hope. We can only hope that Erectus will get bigger. Bigger and better. All right, all right. That that is our final dick joke of the cast. I promise. <laughs> uh, I think the only major topic that we had uh, we had talked about covering is Mozilla. Uh, they've so Mo- Mozilla. Mozilla. So Mozilla is uh, obviously the creators of Firefox. Um, fantastic company. Does a lot of oh right, 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 right. Uh, so they just recently put out a new developer version of Firefox, which I'm sure is like 340 with how often Firefox gets full version updates, which is absurd, by the way. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a moment to get out of the talking about this particular uh, news item and just rant because I work in software development. I do a lot of release management, and it is so frustrating to me how chrome and mozilla do their version releases i am sorry but a new full version release is not what they think it is it does not necessitate you do not necessitate a full version release just because you've made some minor bug fixes how sorry are you sorry (laughs) oh fuck uh (laughs) you said it again too i did i did perfect that is the Canadian in me. We don't say excuse me. We don't say pardon me. We say sorry. <laughs> I know you're like. Or we say eh? a. <laughs> um, no, like Brad, this is not how you version software, and I don't understand no, why both Mozilla and Chrome do it. When Internet Explorer made the most sense in their software versioning, when that's the one thing that Windows Internet Explorer is doing better than you, that's a problem. So damn it, Mozilla, call let, it. Let me use, find my about. Use your subversions. You're using them for some for other things. Like every you know, if if I look at my version of Chrome or my version of Firefox, yep. it's probably like I'm just doing 30, it right now. It's probably like thirty nine point five or something crazy like that. So you're using subversions. 
you're just not using them properly. 44.0.2403.155. There have not been 44 (laughs) versions worth of content. Like, not not 44 primary versions. Like, this should be, like, Chrome 5 point billion or whatever, if you really need to do it. I'm... Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's my little software developer rant for a moment. So, Mozilla has released a new developer version of Firefox, and it includes, built into it, what they call tracking protection. Uh, so it blocks elements of the page that track your activity, which anyone who knows a little bit about how ad blockers work, this is exactly how ad blockers function. So basically, the new developer version of uh, Firefox has a uh, has a uh, an ad block program built into it, which could have immense. Uh, repercussions on the in, the online industries because for the most part uh, the only people who use ad blockers are those you know slightly more than technical people who or slightly less than technical people who uh, who are not just your average users it's pro- I don't know the exact numbers on it but it's probably a small percentage of overall browser users have some sort of an ad blocker in place um, I do, but I, I do, um, prevent, or I, I turn off blocking for certain sites, uh, that I want to make sure I'm supporting. Like we were talking about this before the cast, Brad, uh, like we, we remove blocking on YouTube to make sure that we're supporting content providers. Uh, so. Well, especially if they're doing it full time, exactly. if it's, if it's like somebody who YouTube is putting the stuff in for, then I sort of don't feel nearly as bad because it's like. YouTube is sort of taking advantage. They're like, let's put like 15 advertisements into this person's thing. Yeah, exactly. But uh, if if they're actually the ones reaping the benefits of it, then yeah, like you want to make sure that you're supporting that. So I I certainly, um, I see why Mozilla is doing this. They are open source. They are always trying to be very forward thinking when it comes to web security. And I mean, truth be told, like anytime you're getting tracking cookies put in place anytime you're having um, you know, a, a brand delivering you data in this fashion, there is a degree of security breach at that point. You know, like there's there's privacy concerns all the time. Mm-hmm. Although we talked about this in uh, a couple casts ago, we don't really care that much about privacy. Uh, actually, I think that might have been in last in in our point five cast there that uh, <laughs> it might have been we lost the first half of but uh, but yeah I mean for the most part we don't really give a hoot about privacy uh, but I mean it, it's interesting though that this is the route Mozilla has taken and I think we could start to see uh, not only huge concerns from content providers but also a huge backlash. Um, so I agree. Uh, yeah, I I think it it's going to be uh, maybe a little bit touchy on some people. Like I'm sure, um, like I'm, I'm sure content creators have been like trying to get rid of like adblock for like forever. <laughs> well, that's the old adage too, right? Or like getting you... like YouTube to do some sort of uh, route around where it just makes it so. Adblock just doesn't work or something because I'm sure they take a a pretty sizable hit. Yeah, well, that's the old adage too, right? Like you you either adapt or die. So content creators need to figure out either a new way of monetizing themselves or they need to adapt. Um, You think of a lot of podcasts out there. Uh, they, They obviously can't serve ads in the same fashion, so they actually have like sponsors just like old time radio did um where where you've got actual you know you're interjecting in the middle of a cast to say hey this cast is sponsored by brad's plumbing um i can't think of a good plumbing slogan but you know same sort of principle we plumb your pipes real good (laughs) that's as good as any um But uh, but yeah, so uh, whether content creators will start to go down that route, 
Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of ways that they can look into monetizing themselves, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how much backlash uh, Mozilla gets from this and if this is either, you know, a nail in Mozilla's coffin as they start to get a lot of, I mean, they they can't really get lobbying. Like, I, I wonder how companies like Google that make a, a fair amount off of ad revenue would react. Um, will this push more people towards Chrome? Or is this going to be, you know, uh, is this going to be the Uber of online advertising where this kind of changes up the game and forces other companies to try and find ways to adapt? Well, they're going to have to. They don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> they, they, they've released the developed version, so adapt or die. Exactly. The gauntlet has been thrown. Uh... Well, Brad, I think this actually did cover all of the topics that we originally set out to have in the cast, and we are starting to come up against our time. Do you have any we thoughts? Are. Yeah, do you have any thoughts to leave us with? Is there any last minute topics you wanted to uh, to try covering? Uh, we can we can do like a little a little brief thought on video games that are more of like a interactive movie rather than gameplay. Okay. So we have uh, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. I better and... get to that then. I don't want to miss I I better get to that then. I don't want to miss out on the boat if everyone's gone. I well, you'll be the only one left. You'll be the the main protagonist in the entire game. I'll be the mayor of the world. Well, that too. <laughs> I'm going to call it the United States of Amazon. I, I could go for that. I'll join you. I'll come back from Rapture. <laughs> um, sorry. So, <laughs> so you're 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 playing this game, obviously. So it's from the Chinese room. They made uh, Dear Esther, mm-hmm. and it's. Really, a cinematic sort of movie, interactive movie experience rather than gameplay. There's no combat. Um, there's no jump scares. There's no harm. It's really a investigate the world, uncover a story sort of game. So, based on that genre, how do you feel about that kind of genre where it's um, all story and no like shoot 'em up gameplay sort of? Thing. <laughs> so the closest I've ever actually played to a game like this. For, first of all, I'm I'm in favor of the games of games like this. I think they can be very interesting if done well. Uh, the closest I've ever played is if you remember Indigo Prophecy for uh, the. This was back in the days of the GameCube and the PS2. Um, Indigo Prophecy was um, s- sort of a precursor to this type of game. They tried to be very cinematic. They didn't have combat per se. They had quick time events, which sometimes involved combat. Um, and then they tried for they, they tried to, to throw in some other kind of gamey elements. Overall, the game didn't work all that well because it wasn't that engaging of a story. And the types of sort of beyond the quick time events, the kind of like mini game type stuff that they put into the game was just not that enjoyable to play. Um, I probably put maybe an hour into it and then uh, put it to the wayside. Um, so that was money well spent, of course. <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, I like the games in principle. I like exploring. You know, that's that's a big thing, big reason why people like Western RPGs is you get so much lore and world building into them so that you're actually interested in how this quest fits into the grander um, world of The Witcher 3 or the grander world of Fallout or Skyrim. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm in, I'm always in favor of more lore, more story, uh, more advancement and as well for indie games, right? Like I, I enjoy when they try and do something unique or different. Um, so you like a more of a, you like a game that is story based, but has some meat to the bone still. No, like, I mean, I, I, I need a good story, obviously. I'm saying that. So you like story, but you like actual, like. Rather than just walk around and it's all story, you like a little bit to do. Um, not even like I. No? I what I'm saying is I, I appreciate <laughs> the story and the elements, uh, the story elements in game in Western RPGs, and a lot of people do. That's that's a big att- uh, attribution to their success. Uh, but I'm I'm very fine with games where it is just sort of the story driving everything, 
um, and the interaction is minimal, as long as it's a good story. Um, I and, agree with that. And, and I wonder, like, the game, you've started playing this game, like, is it a good story? Is it interesting? Oh, it's an excellent story. Um, I feel like with the kind of game it is, it really requires... Um, the timing of the game and the pace of the game is very important. Absolutely. It's like um, with a game where it's really walk around and you interact with things and get a story, but that's about it. The game really needs to be like a perfect length. If it's too long, you're kind of bored of just walking around. I mean, like with any game, if it takes too long, you get a little bit bored, but I feel like with story games, it happens a little bit sooner. Um... So you need, like, a fine... It has to be fine. And I haven't reached the end of it yet, but I haven't gotten bored of it yet. So I can't tell you if it's, like, a good length. So far, it feels good. So I think it's good. You talk about the pacing, though, and I've heard other people mention this game and have concerns about sort of the pacing and how quickly you move through the game. Um, Do you find that it's kind of slow going? No, not really. I, I think it's a good pace. It has, um, it's very, uh, like, you get directed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, the game is sort of like you're told kind of where to go, but you're not. And so you can miss a lot of things in the first time around. So the thing that keeps me entertained is wanting to make sure I find everything. Okay. So I, I think it's good. It, it, it's good. The pace seems good so far. Um, if it co- becomes a little long in the tooth, then I'll have to let you know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We'll, we'll follow um, up with you next next cast. Yeah. Um, maybe if I can get my computer to uh, to function properly, I'll try and uh, and give it a go this uh, this it's week. It's good. Is, is it on Steam? I believe it might be on Steam. What are you playing it on? It's on the main consoles. Oh, okay. Like PlayStation has it. Um, Xbox has it. I don't oh. know about Steam. Okay. Well, in that it case, might. then, I might be able to just pick it up on uh, on PlayStation. Um, yeah. All right. But uh, now, are, are you a big fan of games like this? Like, uh, are, are there oh, other... Oh, I love games that have story. Yeah. Like, um, I hate Five Nights at Freddy's, to be honest with you. Yeah, I haven't gotten um, into it either. But figuring out like the story behind it entertains me, and so that's the only entertaining actually about Five Nights at Freddy's to me <laughs> is figuring out like the story behind it. Um, what are some games I've played? See, I've played games like uh, like it actually sort of it's like an article I found. They're selling a uh, prototype one and two for PS4 and Xbox One. Okay, uh, as separates. As well as as like a biohazard edition or whatever. Okay. Uh, those games are very story based, and I found the story really entertaining. But they're also not just story; it's there's combat. So wait, you're, uh, you're the one guy who likes prototype. I'm. <laughs> I must be. <laughs> um, I actually remembered playing the demo of prototype <laughs> early on the PlayStation Three, and just God, I I could not stand that game. <laughs> Uh, I'm also right. the one person that liked the Prince of Persia movie. <laughs> Not the Prince of Persia. Uh, was it Prince of Persia? Yeah, there's a Prince of Persia movie with Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal. Yeah, that w- I was probably the one person that liked that too. That shows you how how well of an adaptation it was of Prince of Persia when you can't even remember what it was an adaptation of. Well, well for some reason I got like Sands of Time in my head, but I know that's not the case. <laughs> well, Sands of Time is the Prince of Persia. Is like the, is like the subtitle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So on that note, I have to reevaluate our friendship since you're a fan of Prototype <laughs> and the Prince of Persia movie. <laughs> so I'm also Brad. a fan of uh, Infamous. Does that like recover anything, or is that gonna be more? No, that, you're 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 gonna need to do a lot more to recover you from that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Brad, it has been you know roughly an hour. We have yep. our wonderful. I think this is probably our audience. best time to cast so far. It's part of me. Yes, best time to cast so far for sure. We're so, only like a little bit over. Usually, we're like a ton over. <laughs> well, you know, last last cast or a ton under because of technical I was going to say last cast would have been great had we not lost the first half of it. Um, but this will be a full cast. It'll be our, our eighth cast. Uh, so we've uh, you know we we've we've got well, to let technically our... it'll be our ninth cast, our eighth full cast. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, last one was 7.5, so this is number 8. Yes. Um, but uh, our, our, our great listening audience, they're uh, they're finishing their commute or their run or uh, their bike or their workout. Or they just they- got done with their bike ride and they really have to go to the bathroom. Probably, you know, drinking all of that uh, that Gatorade, that uh, that Mountain Dew, that do the do. Um, so we will uh, we will we will let them uh, let let them hit the head and uh, see them next week. But Brad, thank you for uh, for how, for uh, joining us on the cast today yeah, or being on the you cast. as well. Um, this week, where can people find you? Uh, they can always find me on Twitter at Brad Bell underscore. That's with one L. I figured I, I figured I might as well say that. I realized I hadn't in the past. It's with one L. I've been I've been tweeting at the wrong Brad Bell. Oh my gosh! So that what that the picture with the Lego guy about to shoot the other Lego guy? Wrong person. Wrong person. That's why I didn't see you. It. <laughs> um, so they can also find you on Twitter. They can. They can find me at Brad Rock. That's Rock spelled R A C H, and it's pronounced Rock, not Ratch, not Rock, not Rash. Um, and uh, they can find me uh, blogging at www.bradrock.com. I actually did put out a blog this week. I was very. Uh, I'm, I'm on the ball again. Uh, so they can find me blogging about just things to do with my life, uh, project slow management, clap. slow clap, really, uh, <laughs> project management, reality TV, video games, and whatever the hell else interests me that week. Uh, so Brad, uh, it's been a great cast, probably one of our best ever. Um, I, I think we got a lot of great quotes, uh, so it's going to be hard for me to pick a show title. Uh, I, well, good luck with that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Brad, until next week, uh, thank you very much for joining us, and I will see you next Sunday. See you next week.